immediately you just had a tube of toothpaste ready to go for that analogy. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Jay. And I'm Robert. One More Thing is a podcast celebrating LGBTQ plus pop culture. That's not, that's not it. That's not the line. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Jay. And I'm Robert. Welcome to One More Thing. Nope, that's not it. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Robert. And I'm Jay. Ooh, that That sounds sounds weird. weird. Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm, I'm... nope. (laughs) Welcome to One More Thing with Jay and Robert. I'm Jay. And I'm Robert. One More Thing is a podcast celebrating pop culture through an LGBTQ plus lens. in the echoiest room yeah. <laughs> that we could possibly find. We're here in a cavern with three, two new friends and one friend that I already had, but three new friends for Robert. This seems to be a coincidence where every time that we have a guest, I know no one. Yeah. <laughs> this is our second ever round table. We did a round table about bisexuality, and now we're doing a round table today about asexuality. Yay. <laughs> that felt like a time for applause, but we don't have a studio audience. I mean, we have so many people here. Let's just all right off the bat introduce ourselves. So your name, your pronouns, what you do, and then if you were on a desert island, what book, movie, and celebrity would you bring with you? So I'm Chrissy. As for what I do, I just graduated from NYU with music business. Congrats! Thank you. As of right now, I'm working at Palladium, the gym, and I just started a job at Hot Topic, so that's fun. Sweet. Wow. Uh, I identify as this gender female, pronoun she, her. I, the book I would bring is The Regulators by Richard Bachman, movie Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't know, I feel like I should bring The Rock because Uh-oh. if I'm like on a deserted <laughs> island, I need somebody who's like physically fit to go get food, so. He was also in Moana, so. Oh, well, there you we go. Uh, my name is Josh. Um, identify as a asexual male. Oh, I'm a freelance video editor, colorist, all sorts of post-production stuff. Movie would be Daisies. No one's seen it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Czech film from the '60s. It's incredible. It's fantastic. I would bring it anywhere, but especially in Ireland. Oh, uh, book Paradise Lost. Sure. Um, very long read, so it would take. It would be good. <laughs> thick. I could read a lot of times. <laughs> And then celebrity, probably Gerard Way. Oh, yes. Not not because he would be helpful at all in a desert island scenario, but uh, some great conversations. Just um, remind me who that is. Yeah. Uh, he is the lead singer for uh, My Kind of Romance. Oh, okay. Oh. So, comic book artist. And he's making a series, a Netflix series right now, I believe. What's he doing? Umbrella Academy? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. One of his comic book series they're adapting to a live action, so. I'm Hollis. I am a. Cisgender, biromantic, gray, sexual. I am an actor, I'm a writer. Um, trying to branch out and doing other freelancing things. I'm also a dog walker. My Desert Island book is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh-huh. Um, my movie at this point would probably be the Lego movie. <gasps> the um, first one? Yes. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, love it. I don't know if there's anyone I could honestly stand enough to be sure. trapped alone with them on a desert island for that long. I had a hard time with that question. That's fair. We can just jump right in. Let's talk about what asexuality is. I feel like no one really knows or thinks about asexuality. So for you, what, like what, how do you define it for yourself and for others? Oh Lord. 
the, the lack of response there might go to say that uh, asexuality is very confusing. Uh, at least for the most asexuals I've met, it's very confusing. As in, it's usually, uh, I mean, because there's such a wide spectrum, um, it can mean so many different things. But I mean, ultimately for me, it's, it's the lack of sexual attraction in physicality, in like, when engaging with another human in person, the lack of desire for any kind of sexual, I guess, um, interaction, right? Because um, I know there are plenty of asexuals who, you know, still are capable and quite often do have sexual thoughts. But when it comes down to, uh, you know, the physicality of like sexual encounters, you know, they, they have no interest. And I think ultimately that's, for me, what it comes down to. That feels pretty accurate. Yeah, I'd have to agree, pretty much. And Hollis, you said gray asexual. Yes, I, I identify as gray ace, mostly because I, I have experienced sexual attraction towards people in the past, I think. Um, <laughs> this, this is another thing, too, is like how, how do you define like the absence of something? Because I've had feelings well. that I think could be considered attraction based off of another person, but I'm not sure I can nail that down. Grey ace is like an umbrella term for people who experience sexual attraction but in very specific situations or not often enough to really like consider it a big part of their identity. I also sometimes consider myself demisexual, which is, yeah. yes, but I think a lot of asexuals go from like thinking they're demisexual to thinking they're gray, and then and eventually just being like, oh, I'm asexual. I, like, the longer time goes, the more ace I feel. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, yeah, it's like sometimes it's just easier to explain it that way. Exactly. Like, yeah. They'll be like, what is dimmy, gray? What is all this? It's like, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I explain demisexuality wrong to people a lot of the time, too, because when people who don't know the term ask me, I'm like, oh, well, it's where you don't want to have sex with a person until you, like, have an emotional bond with them. And then they go, I feel like a lot of people are like that. I'm like, no, 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 B, they do not appear in my body until, like, I trust this person and I know them beyond, like... Yeah, I think the last person I could say that I maybe had sexual attraction for, I knew them for, I think, eight months before it was even a thought that had crossed my mind, and that's, like, on the short end of the spectrum, I feel like. And when you say sexual attraction like that, you just mean, like, any kind of physical attraction? I, I think that that is... And my head goes, I would like to have sex with this person. Okay, and, yeah, like, okay. Which I doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I personally didn't know that there was like a spectrum of asexuality oh, yeah. until oh, yeah. we were oh, very researching this. I was like researching it and I was like, oh my god, there's so, like there's so much to know and there's so much to learn. Was there like a process for you of realizing? Because you, you just said that you feel like there's like a journey that a lot of oh, asexual sure. people go on. Is yeah. that, when did that journey like start? It was late high school for me personally. It literally was as simple as someone like telling me that asexuality was existed, and then I was like, oh, so that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> I was like, I'm not insane, maybe. So I looked more into it, and then I was like, oh, Demi's the most like. Well, at the time, I had uh, either had a girlfriend or I had just broken up with a girlfriend. I don't remember. And I was like, well, I do like. I am interested in people romantically still. So I was confused uh, as to how that would correlate with asexuality. So at first, I. Um, you know, identified as a uh, demisexual, but as time went on, I realized more and more that, like, 
sexual things in general are not a part of who I am or like any of my inclinations. So more and more every day, I'm just like I'm asexual, and like it's it's a process of like shaking off a life of like having these ideas that like sex is just a part mm. of like normal life. As you go on, you're trying to like say like. Can I separate myself this much from sex? Can I separate myself this from much from sex? And then ultimately, you realize, like, well, whatever I feel inclined to do, that's I don't know the natural natural way of things. I don't know. There's a thing. lot of messages, yeah, in yeah. society of like, oh, sex is this really important thing that you should be aiming for. Yeah, like women get fed a lot that, like, you know, mm -hmm. when I remember my mother telling me, like, as soon as I met your father, I knew. I was like, oh, okay, so I'll just wait for that to happen. Like, meeting people and talking to them and everything, but like, waiting for that, like, electric thing. And like, I read a lot, and a lot of the authors that I read wrote books for young people. Specifically, I'm thinking Philip Pullman and Tamara mm -hmm. Pierce, like, both wrote intense, like, things of like, oh, this person thought that kissing was, like, stupid until she kissed, like, the person, and mm -hmm. then it was, like, this thing. And I was like, oh, okay, so normal people, like, have this mm -hmm. thing that happens when they kiss people. And then I, like, it's like grown more nuanced than that over the thing, but it was it was a period of like, well, I'm 28 now, and I can't say I'm really experienced compared to most people in the world, but that hasn't happened to me yet, and it's like fine. <laughs> it was kind of a journey, but there was also kind of like a moment where I was like, yeah, this is how things are. But like throughout high school, I didn't really date anybody. Like I get like little crushes on people, but I wasn't like sexually inclined to do anything with them or anything like that. And it was like a moment my like freshman year of college. This guy kept like pestering me to like go on a date with him and all this other shit. And I was like, I, uh, I'm not straight enough for this. This is, <laughs> this is not something I am enjoying at all. Like, is this what normal people do? <laughs> and then I don't remember how I like found the term demisexuality, but I, I probably like Tumblr or something. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. Like, that's how I am. So it's just been kind of like that. I guess like over the past like couple years, it's been like definitely getting more towards the ace side of things. Like, and especially like romantic attraction stuff. I'm just like not really into it, but yeah, it's been a process. Have you ever been at CVS? <laughs> all the time. And you swipe your card and it's like, would you like to donate a dollar, five dollars, whatever, to XYZ fund? And you're like, no, not this time. You know what you can do? You can take that one, five dollars, whatever it is that you're not giving to CVS and give it to us for one dollar. Don't give it to orphans. No, you know who needs it? Not Annie. <laughs> for one dollar, you can get us talking about shit that we don't talk about on here. For $5, you can get maybe some Leah Michelle videos. Yeah, that's true. Our $5 Patreon subscribers were the first ones to get our Leah Michelle videos. Yeah, you can watch us doing things that is too inappropriate for us to put anywhere else. No, I don't like that. That sounds like we put a sex tape on Patreon. True. For $1,000, you can get some nudes. That's reasonable. I know. Head on over to patreon.com slash one more thing and uh, drop us some money, and we'll be bringing it to you this season in some pretty cool ways. I know, Hollis, you said bi-romantic, asexual, like a separation of church and state thing where it's like you feel the romantic feelings, but then the sexual feelings, it's just like, eh, whatever. That's a big uh, separator in the asexual community. There's like asexuality, and then there's aromantic. Are any of us I am not Grey Grey Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> you guys just have like a 
telepathic moment where Robert and I were like, oh, no, okay. like yeah. gray a romantic. Yeah. So basically, I don't really experience romantic attraction people. It has happened before, but like not usually. So it's not like I have any desire to get into relationships with people, whether they be romantic or sexual or anything like that. And you called that gray row? Yeah. That is gray a romantic. The I cutest thing it. ever. <laughs> <laughs> also, wait. Setting aside what I just asked, because now I care more about the asexual community. It's very small. I mean, transparently, it was like really hard to find asexual people when we like put yes. things out on social media. I think on my Facebook page, yeah. I'm like maybe a one of two people that and I don't. There's a meetup in the city. That there I, is. They have meetups. Yeah. Sure. Very close knit. It was very difficult to oh. like talk to them. So I feel like it's the sort of thing. Not in like a bad way, but in the way of like trying to get into any group. It's like yeah. we all know each other and they like do good things. So it's like, oh, okay, that's hard. That's harder than like, there's also a bunch of people in OkCupid, but it's oh. difficult. Nobody messages each other. <laughs> so I'm like, I just want to make friends. And they're all like, huh, mutual likes and then nothing. It's like, oh, I guess when I think of like the asexual community, to me, just because of all the Facebook groups I'm in about like queer people it always it always reads to me like there's like a secret website you guys have Yeah, there are yeah, a few Investigative journalism <laughs> Yeah, there are a few specific sites There was recently a asexual tinder released But yeah, it's terrible it. It's yeah. the worst It's so bad It doesn't check by like location So you oh. just get matched with people around the world oh, That's so like the first like ten people I saw were in India and I was oh. like, this doesn't help me that much. Like I don't know. But it's getting there. So I mean it's definitely becoming more prominent. But like anything like Facebook and stuff like that, obviously groups are quite large um, and active. So Do you feel like there's a separation between the asexual community and like the larger LGBTQ yeah, plus community? Yeah. Not on our not on our <laughs> Do you, do you go to like quote unquote queer events or no, is there just no, like no consideration no, of asexuals? I don't think asexuals are really, not that they're not wanted, but they're not like considered needed really. Generally that the sucks. consensus is that the asexual community feels very separated from the LGBT. Well they say well, the asexual community says LGBTQA um, right. and they're like A is not for ally. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because everyone's like A is for ally. It's like, we're like, no, it's not, not I don't know, I haven't, there isn't like violence or like, I don't know, animosity really between the two, it's, it's just, just more it's like a, I, do. Yeah, I think it's just a mutual misunderstanding, yeah, yeah. Or, like, I don't know, I, call us out Hollis, <laughs> well okay, so most of my friends are queer, so I do go to these events, and I feel, I feel like, maybe this is unfair to say, but like a large part of like queer pride and queer acceptance is like the embrace of the body and the embrace mm -hmm. of that is very sexuality true. and it is like, all bit, that's all partially why i avoid it this is yeah. very sexualized I, I spent a lot of time like thinking i was completely straight yeah feeling very very uncomfortable at these things because it's like i don't want to do this i don't uh -huh. i don't want to be like i don't want to feel like i have to be this type of person in order to engage with you really is like part of it. I just want to chill and play video games and like talk to people like me. I don't want to feel performative about like, Sure, yeah. Like, I don't even really talk about the fact that I'm asexual a yeah. lot with no, like my friends. Mostly because they don't. No one cares. Yeah, like, no one asks me questions no, ever. No one like, really? You're not, you're not curious at all about what I feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> my mom actually 
actually claims that she does not have a problem with it, but like she'll ask me like 20 gazillion questions, be like, are you sure? Are you sure? What about grandbabies? What about kids? I don't want you to be lonely, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cats are a great thing. Uh, couldn't grand, agree more. They're getting grandkitties. Pretty wild for an asexual to get married, but- Not really. John and I are aces and we're married. Really? Yeah. Our wedding was nautical themed. Why nautical? Is that like an asexual thing? No, man, we just really like boats. Asexual just means you're not interested in sex. Some asexuals are also aromantic, but others have relationships like anyone else. But involving boats? I feel like you're getting really hung up on the boats thing. So, it's not weird for an ace to get married? No, if you found someone who really accepts you for who you are, go for it. I will. I mean, I am. I mean... Am I? Let's talk about representation. <laughs> That's my memoir title. We... <laughs> That's a good memoir title. Thank you. And copyright, don't take it. So we obviously were trying to find fictional characters who are asexual, and wouldn't you know it, it's difficult. Have you ever seen yourself accurately represented yeah. in pop culture? Todd. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hollis, since you're wearing the shirt, tell us who Todd is. I would call him the secondary main of Bojack Horseman, honestly. Like, I feel like there's a lot of wiggling around underneath Bojack himself as to who like shares spotlight, but he's at least in the top three. Uh, he's kind of a drifter. He lives on Bojack's couch, which in the, in the world of the show, we learn that there's several other people who like just live on celebrities' couches, and there's like this underground network of them, and they all know each other, which I think is adorable. That's cute. So he's kind of a slacker, uh, he likes to smoke pot, he likes to drink, like, he doesn't really have a real job, but he's always getting into like wacky hijinks that are often very low stakes, but very like emotionally tense. And like, he's voiced by Aaron Paul, right? He's voiced by Aaron Paul, yeah. yes. He always has like really terrible business ideas. Yes. They kind of the one, like the clouds and the zombies. Oh, yeah. But he executes them with enthusiasm. He does, yeah. And, and, never, and he never stops trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, in season three, Todd realize it starts like going on the journey of realizing that he's asexual because his high school crush played by abby jacobson comes to town and they sort of like start hanging out and eventually she's like is this gonna happen like what's the deal and, and he basically says like i don't think i want to like hook up with you because i don't think i really want to hook up with anyone and then he tells bojack and bojack is like all right and then it just sort of like moves forward <laughs> from there it's just like okay and so wait all three of you watch this oh yeah oh yeah, I will, yeah. there are no aces who don't watch. Oh yeah, Jack, 10 out of 10. Because of Todd. No, I mean, did we all start it's also one of my favorite TV shows. I've watched it from season one, yes. It is one of the most accurate representations. Like, It's so spot on. It was, for me, very moving. Yeah, like when it happened, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> what about it is so spot on? I think it's his confusion. Mm -hmm. I think coming into it with a character that isn't certain about their own sexuality, but that's why I think what most aces can relate to the most is like this very slow transition of like understanding their own sexuality. Whereas I feel like in some other uh, like LGBT areas, like you've known a long time, or mm -hmm. it's 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 a more pressing issue where like you you know you feel these things, but in asexuality, it's like it's a lack of feeling things. So you're like, am I just like? I had to use the word broken, but you know, you're like, am I just broken or am I like... What I, what I like about the show too is like, it's not like this tortured thing for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's definitely confused. He's more worried about like the pain it's causing other people. It, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's worried about Abby, like not yeah. feeling comfortable. Her name is not Abby. But <laughs> <laughs> Emily, yeah, Emily. She's worried about Emily. 
Emily not feeling comfortable around him. I'm like, he's worried that they're not going to be friends. Like, and also like the like the big trait of a lot of asexuals that really clued me into, oh, I think this is where I am, is that like the world is your relationship. Like you really pride all of your individual relationships with other people. So oh, if like okay. any one of your friendships doesn't feel like it's working correctly, like there's a loss there. Like I've, I've got a wide network of a lot of people who I feel very emotionally intimate with. And when I feel them pulling away, especially if it's because they've got like a romantic partner mm -hmm. or something, I start to feel like really like sad. It's not because I want anything more from them than what they're giving me. It's just like, like the intense emotional connection. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, now suddenly it's this one-sided thing. Is this something that's like, like a general, everybody feels like this? I'd say so. Probably, yeah. Wow, you guys are such good friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so nice. Always be friends. You like, you like so love your friends so much. We'll be like the mom of the group. Yeah. We'll make sure they're sweets. Where do you want to see Todd go yeah. in the future seasons? Well, I think that like at the end, like he met up with that like the yeah. group. Uh, ex oh yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. And she he was like she was like, Hey, like here's my number, like we should go out sometime. He's like, just so you know, I'm ace and she was like, Why well, I am too? That's like why I asked you out. So I'd like so to like see like kind of I yeah. like like kinda wanna see how that's gonna work and like how they're gonna portray like the asexual yeah. relationships type stuff. So that'll be interesting to watch. And I think that's important because a lot of people outside of the asexual community, when they hear that someone's asexual, will be like, oh, so you're like, you're not interested in any relationships. And like, as we discussed earlier, yeah. like, yeah, if you're, if you're not aromantic or, or vice versa, then like you can still very much want or desire a relationship, but like people will avoid you because that there's right. things missing for them. They, in that. It doesn't even have to be like a romantic relationship either. Like exactly. Romantic relationships yeah. are a thing. Yeah. yeah. Getting married for tax benefits is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> or visas. Or visas yeah. or you know, whatever. It's all good. I think I'm asexual. Asexual what? Dynamo? Deviant? Harassment lawsuit waiting to happen? No, asexual, not sexual. Oh. I'm sure you think that's weird. Are you kidding? That's amazing. Sometimes I wish I was asexual. Maybe then I wouldn't have a strain of herpes. You have multiple strains. Yeah, I know strains. I have multiple strains, but the joke only works with the A. It actually feels nice to finally say it out loud. I am an asexual person. I am asexual. That's great. Maybe you will laugh, but do you guys have like a star? Like we have gay. We have the black rings. Oh, you mean like, like can we tell? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not like <laughs> you have. Not like do you have superpowers? But can you like? We wear black rings on our middle finger. I lost mine, so. I did not know about this. Yeah. Wait, 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 you said like. Wait, is that true? Wait, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Very much a wait, real what thing. Was... I have a hard time telling with the black ring yeah. thing is fantastic. Wait a second. This is like a real thing. What? It's a real yeah. thing. Yeah. I thought you were making fun of me. I mean, I feel like I'm shocked right now, but there are so many things in both of our communities yeah. that are like that as well. Because oh, the gay yeah, community exactly. like, had the bandana. Like the bandana and, like, thing, yeah. yeah. Well, that's partially why it arose in wow. communities, because they were like, we need our thing. Because in the LGBT community, you can kind of sense other people who are LGBT, but you can't really tell if they're ace or, you know. Yeah. I can't believe there are so. accessories. I know, that's oh, amazing. Sure. <laughs> Fellowship of the Black Ring. Fellowship of the Black Ring. You know, Mary and Pippin are. Like, homo ace. Right? Really, no, but that's my headcanon. Well, let's get into <laughs> wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Who's what? I, I always thought Mary and Pippin gave off very, very Lord of the, of the Rings. Oh. 
especially I see. communities. They're two of Frodo's like friends. Yeah, they're they're technically cousins, I think, but like Hobbit communities are so big that it's like everyone's your cousin. But like they grew up together, they're basically twins. They do everything together. They're like the Fred and George of the group. They're tricksters. Uh. And in the third movie, they get separated for the first time, and it is such like a thing. They are both so sad. It's My like, favorite like, scene in all of the movies, even like the director's cut, is the song that one of them sings. Oh yeah, Pippin. I love that song. Okay, I don't know what's but, like, going on. And, like, and, like, <laughs> Pippin finds Mary on the battlefield, and like Mary's like really hurt, and this is like the first time they've seen each other in months. And Mary's like, "You found me," and Pippin's like, "I found you, and I'm gonna protect you." And I'm just like, <laughs> like "Okay, it's I have a question." <laughs> first of all, their names are Mary and Pippin. And the, yeah, those are nicknames. Mary Doc Brandybuck. Okay, there we go. Pippin. I was like, "Don't they all have weird names?" But yes, yeah. Okay. So this is for you, like your your like ace head cannon. Yeah. But you're pulling that from what you were talking about earlier with the like intense relationship that people form with friends, that loss they feel when they're yeah, going away. Yeah, like, that's like a thing that they share. Like they don't really have that for any of their other friends. Like they love they oh. love Sam and Frodo both and they'd do anything for them. But like that sense of loss when they're not with each other is like oh. really striking to me. I totally believe that. I gotta go see Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Speaking of characters that are not canonically or may not be canonically, but asexual, but fans of those things have made them asexual. Oh, yeah. Let's just go down the list. Yeah, I'm so gonna tell you the character and what they're from and why people think so, and you tell me <laughs> if it is at all possible. This is from BuzzFeed.com. And I, I have like never thought about any of this, so I wanna know me your thoughts on these. Okay, so first one, Elsa in Frozen. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that on the list and yeah, I was immediately like, like that's, not, that's not a thing at all. Yeah, so no. BuzzFeed says... <laughs> So she locked herself away in an ice palace, which, same, in an attempt to protect those she loves from her perceived, quote, brokenness. Brokenness, noted. <laughs> ends up discovering herself and learning more about herself and that she's like super powerful and it's a great message for anyone that doesn't fit into like a heteronormative society because she also doesn't end for up sure. with anybody at the end. Yet, they are making Tr a sequel. True. true. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm in the hashtag give Elsa a girlfriend. Yes, yeah, yeah, I make her like a fire princess. Oh. <laughs> Plus, even if she was, it, it, there's nothing like, like unlike Todd, like there's nothing about her specifically that would be like rewarding to the asexual community, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, her, feel her story is all about like trauma. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If, it, if it is ace representation, it's not very good. That's what I'm saying. Like so many people associate like asexuality with like being like molested as a child yeah. and that kind of thing. It's like, uh, that, I don't know about trauma, that didn't happen to me. Yeah. It just kind of... <laughs> the thing I discovered is just the way that I am. I wasn't like abused as a kid sexually or anything like that. I'm not like repressing anything. So like if that is what they were intending with that, that's, uh, no, that's not cool. <laughs> I didn't know that people associated it with like trauma. Oh, that's okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's like wow. number one assumption is because sex is obviously wonderful all the time. Right. Or okay. Next, Charlie Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So another thing I know nothing about. So you take this one too. So someone asked J.K. Rowling, like, what happens to Charlie Weasley? It was post the last book coming out, and then everyone was like, I hate the epilogue, you only included, like, three people in it. And she said, quote, he's not gay, he's more interested in dragons than in women. And everyone was like... Yeah, which is relatable. <laughs> so then everyone was like, well, that obviously means that he's asexual. If there's anything that J.K. likes to do, it's add in oh, stuff yeah, after the fact. Oh, yeah, make shit up. Yeah. Yeah. 
eight Especially years Especially if it just widens her popularity. Yeah. If you would name a member of the Weasley clan that has less to do with the narrative, it would be Charlie. Like, <laughs> yeah. He has like, like two lines. No one even says anything about him except that Which he... is probably an accurate representation of how things go when yeah. you think about it. That's true. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> job and like he seems to really like it and he works hard but yeah like even even like ma weasley doesn't like say anything about him which is like (laughs) this one i don't agree with Mulder from the X Files. Don't even. Know. I have never watched the X Files, so I nice. could not tell you. <laughs> yeah. A solidly anti X Files group. From, from what I know about them, I approve of the way their relationship is handled through much of the show, which is like it's just a man and a woman who are working together to solve this thing, and it reminded me of like I think of Jesse and James from Team Rocket a lot, like which I think is probably a similar thing in people's heads of yeah. like oh they're working together toward this common goal and they obviously really like each other a lot, but they don't need like there. Do you not know Pokemon either? Uh, also. You know. <laughs> okay, here's my question. What's it going on? <laughs> so, so we're Pokemon talking about is an anime. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking well, there's about the games, games and they made animes based off of games. My god. And we're talking about Team Rocket. Yes. The like yeah. guy with the green hair and the girl with like the well, his hair is blue. Hair. Yeah. blue. His hair is purple. James hair is like bluish purple and then Jesse has like, like the like, Yeah, the like So they're asexual? I think at least romantic attraction for men at some point in the series. They both dr- cross dress. They both cross dress a oh, lot. Yeah. And it's James especially because um, they like disguise themselves yeah. to try to like steal Pikachu. <laughs> but they're, like, they're it's always dressed. Like, Jesse's a man and James is a woman. And I gotta it's, watch. It's okay. great. <laughs> anyway, what's important about Jesse and James is that they're both teammates. They're working together to try and catch Ash's Pikachu that they've determined is way stronger than most Pikachu, and like they're gonna take it back to their evil organization boss and be like, and now you'll promote us because we did such a good job. And that's like kind of intimated that they're at the bottom rung of this oh, evil organization. Huh. They don't get a lot of stipend money. Like they're constantly no. stealing food or like they doing weird. They can build robots like, a lot. Though. Yeah, they get a lot. I think what happens is they blow all of their food money on these um, robots. robots. <laughs> and they don't. Yeah, they get shot in the sky. But like, yeah. and, they, and they travel with this meow, so like they have a cat. It's another thing of like, oh, they're, they're like on the same wavelength. They like, they just read each other really well and they like yeah and they're gonna, like I was gonna say if anything Meowth is the asexual but Meowth has a little episode about that this is, is true this is Meowth like voiced by a trans one yes yeah one of the most famous trans voice actors voices Meowth for what's who is that this little cat with like yes. yeah. yeah I think she was the second actor to voice Meowth either the second or the third she wasn't the original yeah, and she was an activist too. She like did great things for the community in a time when basically nobody knew about trans people like at all. So what I'm gathering is that the best asexual representation is in cartoons. Oh yeah, yes. a lot of the time. Uh, on that list, I, I noticed it. Yeah, anime especially too. I would say. I would say anime has some of the best representation across the board for almost anything. Oh yeah. Like it, it, it can go either way. There's some really crappy. J- Japan has a different view of homosexuality in general than like the West does. I feel like so there's really good representation, but there's also really shitty stuff. Because mm. I think in terms of like approval ratings, they're like a little bit below where the United <laughs> States is right now <laughs> in terms of like do we think gay people are cool? They're like <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it's like super fetishy in anime. Yeah, yeah, it's really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Prepare for trouble! Make it double! To protect the world from devastation! To unite all peoples within our nation! To denounce the evils of truth and love! To extend our reach to the stars above! Jesse! James! Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light! Surrender now or prepare to fight! Me! Oh, that's right! Like I'm gonna kind of jump around on this list, because the one that I thought was most interesting was Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. Could be. And now we're in my area, because I know The Hunger Games. <laughs> First of all, Jennifer Lawrence is like, whatever, but <laughs> I still have issues about her casting as Katniss, but that's for another time. But I don't know, I mean, the whole plot of like the third Hunger Games book is her trying to make her boyfriend remember how much they are in love. But then I guess like, there's not really at all in those books or the movies anything like sexual about it. Yeah, but I, I think that's also just very much a part of it being directed towards a family audience. Mm, like, that's true. I, just, I don't think it was, I think it was left out more explicitly because they wanted it to be wide reaching, not because that's her character. Like, I've read some teen books though that are very smutty. Like, yeah. Oh no, for sure, for sure. But, that, but I'm, thinking, I'm saying they didn't want it to be like a specific niche group. Like they didn't want it to be a teen like yeah. And like fetishy book, and they didn't want it to be like a children's book, and they didn't want it to just be like I guess an it was Harry Potter. Like, yeah, they it wanted to be, be like, everything, you know. Yes. I, I mean, I see that a lot, and which I think for, for Frozen too. Like, I think it's more of just like a lack of showing these things. Well, even in Bollywood, like, you never see a sex scene, but that doesn't mean that every single character is asexual. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's implied in it's most often implied in the romantic relationship. You know that there are these feelings there. Yeah, that's true. Which is how I feel. I haven't read the books, but in the movies, like, it feels very implied that there is a sexual relationship. I was reading relationship too, like, her lack of sexual attraction for either of these boys is more based on the fact that she is stressed out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Life, life is just terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, she's also like trying she's not to hunting. die. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say, like, especially in the books, because the movies kind of fucked this up, but like every time that there's any kind of sexual interaction between her and anybody, it's all for like a government reason. Yeah. yeah. Like it's always like, you need to look and act this way in front of everyone so that they believe that you are pregnant or they yeah. believe that you're into PETA and not Gail or and like just to put it on and then that's why she keeps trying to convince at least one of them at any given time that she's not in love with them. Right, it's like you you cannot be with me, I am dangerous. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Which I guess is less of an ace thing and more of just like a exactly. the world is ending thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like there are higher priorities. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. And so, on that note, we can jump down to Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, which, we, gotta, we gotta talk about Sheldon. Which I do not watch. I do love me some Jim Parsons. My mom is obsessed with The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, though. my mom's my grandmother. Love. No, my mom doesn't like it. My grandmother obsessed with it, which is, like, weird because she's not really a, like, nerdy-type person. She's, like, super Baptist conservative, so it's, like, weird. But, well, it is, like, super a... gentle. Any middle America person can put it on and be like, now that's comedy, you know? Yeah, full, full disclosure, I watched five full seasons of the show and oh, I watched before it. realizing, oh, One it's not very world. good. Yeah. yeah. Wins and 141 yeah. nominations. Go Big Bang. What a specific... <laughs> no, I, no I, know that, I know that from a meme. Oh, so okay. I'm, not, oh. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so sorry that we're like shitting on the Big Bang. No, 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 like, no, I, 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 I actually am not a fan of the show, to be honest. I'm not a fan of the show, but it's crazy how many awards it's won. Yeah, that very is... Wide one nomination? Yeah. Well, I bring it up because Jim Parsons <laughs> is like, he's the nerdiest guy on the show, right? Yes. Yeah. And he 
gets a girlfriend at some point. Like yeah. season seven or something. Yeah, he, he like, dates my my yeah. yeah. And she's constantly pushing for some kind of sexual relationship and he kind of keeps putting it off. I guess the people of BuzzFeed gravitate towards him. There's a bit of a dialogue exchange in like season one, two, oh. I think, between Penny and the other guy. Yeah, Leonard. Where Sheldon leaves the room for a second and Penny's like, so what's Sheldon's deal? Like, and Leonard's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, like, girls, guys, and I don't like to think of Sheldon having a deal. <laughs> and like, that's like the most they say about it until they introduce Amy, like several seasons later, so. What's interesting to me is that like a lot of people have like kind of, they view his character as like somebody who's autistic based on like yeah. things. And yeah, another like ace stereotypes, they're like, oh, like if you're asexual, you must be autistic, which is like definitely not the case. My brother's <laughs> autistic, he's definitely not ace sexual at all. <laughs> That's I'm like somehow I'm not autistic, so. and a, right. like it's, asexual. It's offensive to several yeah, it's people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, like mean to everyone. So it's like if they are trying to like represent both at the same time through one character, it's not. I, I have feelings and that, yeah. I think Sheldon to me appears mostly like sex repulsed, which can be a part of asexuality. Mm -hmm. But in the in context of the show, I feel like it's much more tied to his character and like he's super super cleanly. This dude's scared of birds. <laughs> there, there are just a lot of really wacky things that this phobias that this character has, and I don't think it's necessary. I mean, he could be asexual, but it seems like he just has this phobia of physical interaction in general. Like even when it comes to just like touching people, yeah. he's like very cleanly. So I feel like it's more of a repulsion to like physical contact than it is to being asexual. But I mean, in some ways, those overlap. So it's hard to. Yeah, it seems like know. more of like a social phobia. Than exactly. That. Yeah. I will say defending the show for a second, yes, a slight, <laughs> a slight concession is he and Amy do have a conversation when they've been seeing each other for a while because she is a very sexual person and she has been pushing. Well, she breastfed her kids until they were 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a fact about my ambiolic that I need everyone to know. The character also has kind of this cool crush on Penny that's not really taken seriously. Yeah, which I kind of love, but it's mostly played for laughs. Oh, um, I'm back out. It's, it's not great, <laughs> yeah. but, but it is there. She'll say something inappropriate, and I'll be like, whatever, let's move on. And then, um, like, That's how the sex repulsion feels, too. It's very much just like, like a one-time uh, gimmick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I saw this episode, but they did have a conversation where, like, she's like, I just want to be intimate with you. Like, you're the only person I feel like I've ever connected to, and I'd like to, like, do that. And Sheldon says something to the effect of, I thought I was being intimate with you. This, Whoa. every, everything I do with you feels intimate to me. Which is very real. Yeah. I just got actually choked up. <laughs> that part definitely lines, I would say, with just asexuality in general, where there's, like, one person is lacking a feeling of these, like, of being having reciprocated, you know, sexual like feelings, and then the asexual is just like oblivious. That's one word I would use to describe asexual. Yeah, oblivious. <laughs> Rather oblivious, honestly, because that's just not a track that our minds have. No. So <laughs> people will be like, oh, like someone like lean into me occasionally, be like this like situation where it has a very sexual context, and it's like, really? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then 
also at some point during this series, they have a conversation where he's basically like, any kind of sexual attraction is I'm doing for you and not for me because you want it so much. Yeah. If I fell in love again and I was with a person, I could totally imagine myself like having sex with them because it would make them happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Assuming aces. that they're not. Yeah. I like that. Uh, at least from ones I've talked to on Facebook, a lot of aces are married and have kids and you know, they're like, I don't enjoy sex. I don't, well, not, they, some of them enjoy sex, but they don't feel it's um, a thing. I like it's a thing, yeah. But like, people will do it for their partners, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I think most most aces are willing to concede that, you know, if uh, in like a demi situation where they do have an emotional relationship with this person. All my life, I have been uncomfortable with the sort of physical contact that comes easily to others handshaking, hugging, prostate exams. <laughs> But I'm working on it, you know. Just recently, I had to put vapor rub on Amy's chest. Now, a year ago, that would have been unthinkable. Now you know how I feel when I have to put it on you. <laughs> okay, hang on. Are you saying someday you and Amy might actually get physical? It's a possibility. Sheldon, I know this wasn't easy for you, and I'm really glad we could have this conversation. Having a relationship with someone who is not asexual and like the the issues that causes in terms of like sexual connection because I've read about asexual people who are in polyamorous relationships where their partner is not asexual and like I was gonna say I have a pop culture uh, example of this, Oh my god actually. So there's a lot of asexual characters in webcomics The main one that I know is this character Aaron in a comic called Girls with Slingshots which has <laughs> ended but it's still up online and the author is slowly recoloring or she has a colorist who's recoloring all of her old strips and putting them up. The strip's got some problems. It's like 10 years old by this point, so there's some stuff that's dated, sure. but there's a very big like central relationship in there between secondary main Jamie and her girlfriend Aaron. And Aaron is asexual and doesn't explicitly say so for like the first half of the strip. Jamie has been until she has dated Aaron completely straight, but like they like hang out and they don't have sex. And Jamie at some point is feeling very frustrated because she's like, I miss having sex with men. Aaron is not interested and I don't know how to approach it with her. And even if we did have sex, it wouldn't really feel the same. Like I'm used to this certain thing. And so finally she talks to Aaron about it. It was like, I miss getting on with boys. And I think she like phrases it like that. She's like, I'm sorry. And Aaron straight up is like, well, you can do that. And Jamie's like, what? She's like, yeah, let's go to a club. I'll be your wingwoman. Go find a boy. Tell me about it later. This makes my job easier because I don't feel like I have to perform for you. And Jamie's like, this is weird. I don't know. And then they go and do it. And Jamie's still feeling like residual guilt because she always considered herself pretty monogamous. But Aaron's like, like, literally, this is a thing you can do whenever you want. We can make the rules for our relationship. This is us. From 10 years ago? Wow. I'm trying to think of when that plot point came up. That's like yeah, super. It's like less than 10, more than five by this point. Yeah. That's super like progressive for that long ago. I feel like that's awesome. Why do you think web comics are like the place to be for a sexuality? Yeah, I might be wrong here, but like I usually feel like the less money there is attached to something, mm. you know, the more freedom there is in like expressing certain ideas and characters. Yeah. And that's why we don't see it in live action as much as we see it in animation is again, because there's less money, there's less of a demand, mm -hmm. I feel like, for animation than there is for live action. So in live action, they can't risk kind of having these characters because they don't know what the react public reaction is going to be like. They right. need to like, stick to archetypes. But I feel like in webcomics, it's all about trying new things and, and showing new perspectives. And so like, it's a perfect place for the asexual community or any community to like 
And you have like complete creative control because you're exactly yeah, yourself. complete yeah. control and no censoring. You can distribute it to any like niche community easily and for free. And that's so cool. I never think about web comics as like. I guess I just never really think there about web comics. Web comics, like some of the best things I've seen that in my like process of becoming an asexual have been from comics. And I'm like even like short ones, like single page strips. Wow. Yeah. Like, a lot of the like primers on like let's say sexuality are written in comic form. Yeah, like, and they're like, hey, if you're feeling this and you're feeling this, like you might be asexual. And you're just like, oh, it's all very lax. So if you were to suggest one for someone yeah. that's listening to this that wants to go read, where should they head? Hit up any asexual page on Facebook or social media. And they post them. And they're around. Mm -hmm. Contact your local asexual. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Tumblr is always a yeah, very plentiful area for that. I, I stay off of Tumblr, but... <laughs> I can't think of a, any piece of media really that's got an asexual person as the main character. Well, so here's my thing is, I have a theory that the doctor from Doctor Who is asexual. That's the closest thing I can see to a lead being asexual. But again, it's also like, it's a family show. Like. That was one of the characters who we saw the most in our research was the doctor. And I think we just didn't put the doctor on the list because neither of us watches Doctor Who. <laughs> but why Why does that sort of ping for you? Going back early to what you were saying earlier about relationships outside of mm -hmm. like a romantic or sexual relationship. The doctor has these companions that he switches out every season or other season and he just like he'll like protect them with his life he'll like go to the ends of the galaxy you know to find these people because he like cares about them and they have this relationship but it's like never sexual like he never like gets it on with his companions or anything. They're always of the opposite genders. Or at least until now. Now there's a female doctor. And, doctor. and I don't, don't know, know who her companion Exactly, is yeah. We don't know who the companion is yet. Oh yeah, so. Jodie Whittaker. Exactly. Yeah, um, I know that. So what I'm learning is that asexual people might be the most intimate people in the world? If they're arrow, they might be kind of just offish. Like. No thanks! <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I mean, that's, but that's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. That, then it just comes down to like empathy and compassion in general. And those things I think are uncorrelated to yeah. your sexuality or romantic preferences. It might also just be that you're like three really nice people. <laughs> 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 We're just like really representing asexual people as just like the sweetest, kindest. Everything seems to like spawn from this place of like connection with people that is just a connection and that like that's the top priority. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey listeners, it's me, Jay. I'm here with my friend Robert. Hi. You're currently listening to us talk about something. Probably you're sitting there being like, wow, I love this podcast. This content is amazing. I wish I could have more. Well, you're in luck. Because if you go to Twitter or Instagram and you type in one more thing with an A because I was taken, you can get so much more content. You might be thinking, man, I wonder what's going on on Grey's Anatomy. Head over to our Instagram, you can find out. You might be thinking, hey, I wonder who's running for re-election in the Senate. Head over to our Twitter, you can find out. That's a promise I don't know that I can deliver. <laughs> actually. But we can deliver on the Grey's Anatomy yeah. because it's been on for 14 seasons and still trucking along. Yeah. Also, you can go to Facebook and click on One More Thing Podcast. And you can use Twitter and Instagram to tell us what you want to hear about. You can just tweet out One More Thing and be like, I want you to do an episode about whatever. And then we'll be like, cool. <laughs> and now back to the episode. So Riverdale, one yeah. of the weirdest sensations to me because it's so bad, <laughs> yet everyone loves it. Like, I read the Archie comics. It's as if the CW just like 
created a crime show that took place in a neighborhood and they were like, well, how do we make this sell? We should put characters on it that everyone already knows. Well, we're doing nothing with these Archie characters, yeah. so let's just, <laughs> we'll just like... slap them into a crime show. Yeah. But the thing about it is that in the Archie comics, Jughead, two years ago, a year ago... Yeah, it's in the, like, newer generations. Yeah, just yeah. didn't even come out as asexual, just very casually, one of the other, like, Riverdale teens was like, oh yeah, Jughead, you're asexual, and he was like, yeah. And it was just, like, not just casually mentioned. But people had, like, seen it coming, kind of. Because I even, I was, oh, listen, yeah. I was the biggest fan of Archie Comics when I was little. I have, like, all... He totally reads. Yeah, and and, and, old, and totally, old, like, whenever Archie they would comics, put yeah. him together with, like, Midge or whatever her name was, I'd be like, mm-hmm, <laughs> sure, he's definitely interested in this. Right. Like, okay. Well, isn't the way, doesn't she make, like, really good brownies yeah. or something? Or she'll, like, make like, him a sandwich and he's I like... Want, I want to get those brownies. He's like, well, if you're my boyfriend, I'll make them for you all yeah. the time. And he's like, ooh. But then on the show, the character dates Betty, right? Yep, dates Betty, makes out with Veronica. Oh, yeah, he's, like, all over the place with, like, all the girls. He doesn't just date Betty. Like, they fuck multiple oh, times. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Jughead Betty sex scenes. And they asked Cole Sprouse, like, is the character asexual and just, like, on the process of coming to terms with it? And he said something like, um... He's fighting for that, though. I, I'm really happy about Cole. Like, yeah, from he the said, beginning, he was like, we gotta make a mace in the... Director was like, eh, and he's like, come on, like, the, the fans really want this. He's like, it's really important to represent it, and we want to make, like, I want to make sure that it's done well, and then it happens, and like, I am trying to make it happen, but I'm also not the writer or the creator. And he does say that, like, he wants it to be addressed, but season two just ended and it hasn't really been addressed yet. So something happened to Jughead recently? Yeah. Like... Something ambiguous, like something ambiguously violent happened to Jughead. Yeah, like, he got like, I think it was, he got like attacked by like the mob that's in Riverdale. Like this, this black snakes or something. What? I, I wouldn't say like a mob, there's like a gang in, in, in <laughs> oh, Riverdale. Okay. That, yeah, that makes more sense. That like, it deals with illegal trade, I think. Um, okay, yeah, sure. Now, um, I, now I'm, <laughs> thank you for um, and It's I think, a gang that deals with illegal trade. But I think his dad like may or may not have been part of it. Sure. And <laughs> he like leaves, he, and I could, I could go <laughs> anyway. on. Anyway. But yeah, he may or may not be dead, we'll see. Yeah, but so, would you start watching it if they made him asexual? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. We've got, we've got one maybe and two probably not, so. <laughs> What's the hesitation for you? Bad vibes from the title of the show. Like, I would say ultimately pick a better name. Branding <laughs> way off. There's so, like, no 20 million things I need to watch, so. That's very fair. Right. It comes down to priorities. So. I'm also over, like, the you have to watch this, it's so bad thing sure. that's been happening with TV a lot. I'm like, I want to watch things because I enjoy it. And, like, yeah. I sometimes I can enjoy a bad show. Not but when you're, like, wrong. only watching shows that are bad. Right. At a certain right. point, it's like, we should watch you feel like your brain is, like, falling out of your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's great convenient. Cleaned it up after Sheriff Keller thrashed it. Just in case my dad. Until he gets out, I'm not giving up on him, Chuck. Oh, no. That is why I love you, Betty. I love you, Betty Cooper. Oops. I love you. This 
week's one more thing is an advice segment. What would you tell your younger self or some younger person struggling with asexuality to make them feel better? Just tell them that it's a thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, be like, you're asexual. Like, start doing that now. straight white men. Do you really think it would have been, like, if someone had just said, like, asexuality exists, it would have, like, made your life easier? Well, that's what, that's yeah. what happened for me, basically. Yeah. So, like, I hear the same thing from people online who are, like, in their 40s, and they're like, I was, like, 36, and then I heard about asexuality and, like, instantly was like, oh, yeah. It would have at least gotten me thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I guess the lesson is tell your kids about asexuality. can people find you on social media and things like that if they have any questions? I think we're like all on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Underscore Pain Underscore. <laughs> I'm Hollis Beck Axe on Instagram. Ho oh. Hollis Beck Axe. I was like Hollis oh. Beck Axe. I was like, that's not where the act goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then through you guys, I'm assuming that people can find these like asexuality groups that you've been talking about on Facebook? Yeah. There's one called Asexuality. That one's the best one to go to. I, there's also eight sexual aces and so on. Yes. That one's good. That one's pretty um, good. And then I wouldn't join ace singles. Oh. That's probably more for aces. But otherwise, yeah, those are probably the best ones. Asexuality is much more formal. And and Tumblr. Tumblr. And Tumblr, yeah, of Tumblr. course. Tumblr, you just log in and... It's there. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for being here. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to you, Tessa, our oh, producer. Yeah, to Thank you to 440 Studios for this bear cave that we're in. Yeah. And, Thank um, you to Stephanie Hawkins for pictures. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for being here and <laughs> thanks for listening. And we should stop. <laughs> Bye. Bye. about eating cake. But people will actually get more upset with me when I say I don't like food than when I say I'm asexual. <laughs> I say I'm asexual, they're like, I don't care. I also don't know what that means. But if you're like, if you're like I don't like eating, they're like, are you insane? <laughs>